This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 11th of October. Justin, the federal government is introducing new laws that give free-to-air TV networks prime, and I mean prime real estate, on smart TVs ahead of companies like Netflix and Disney+. It's all part of the plan to protect local content. Binance, which is the world's largest crypto exchange, they confirmed that hackers have infiltrated and taken at least $100 million. Wow. But they say it could have been worse. Originally, the hackers stole up to $560 million. Three unhackable stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Cotton On has proven that good retail businesses can still grow after its profit doubled for the last 12 months. Seems like there really is some money in selling cotton, B-Man. So <laughs> what is happening here? Okay, so the Cotton On story really is quite amazing, Jazzy mm. Boy. The founder started selling denim jackets from the back of his car 34 years ago. That business turned into Cotton On, which now has over 1,500 stores globally and over 18,000 staff. And it's not just Cotton On anymore, mm-hmm. Jazzy Boy. The Cotton On group includes stationary brand Typo, yep. the youth fashion business Factory, mm-hmm. and the classic Supre. Gotta love Supre. But Brett, despite all the concerns about the declining retail sector, Cotton On saw its net profit double Ooh. to over 126 million bucks. And with an increasing net profit margin, Cotton On is looking like a very tasty prospect for the public markets. Mm. So what is the key learning here? A net profit margin measures how many cents of profit a company keeps for every dollar that it spends. So in 2021, Cotton On's net profit margin was around 4.6%. In 2022, Cotton On's net profit margin was just under 6%, which is a big jump. And so, Jazzy Boy, how does a company increase its net profit margin? It might have increased the price of its goods or services. Also, it might have reduced the cost of producing the items that it sells. Therefore, reducing expenses. Or any other expenses like rent or Mm -hmm. salaries or legal costs. But B-Man, most likely, it was a combo of all of those things. Either way, Cotton On is doing a lot right in an industry that's facing some pretty major headwinds. Mm. For our second story, Tab Corp has taken a $33 million punt by acquiring a 20% stake in a social media betting app called Dabble. Tab Corp really keen to dabble with the cool kids (laughs) of gambling, Jazzy Boy. What's the story? So Tab Corp's the betting shop that's opened more than 4,400 venues across Australia. In 2017, Tab Corp merged with Tats, but after just five years, it's fair to say they had a pretty nasty breakup. But now, the newly unattached Tab Corp has realised that it needs a bit of a glow up, aka enter the new digital age of gambling. So it's investing $150 million in its own betting app to help grow its market share. But in the meantime, it's tipped in $33 million bucks for a 20% stake in Dabble. Now Dabble is a social betting app, mm-hmm. kind of like a combination between a social media app yep. and a traditional betting app. That means you can follow other punters, you can copy their bets. And over the past two years, it's grown to over 150,000 customers. And B-Man, Tab has the opportunity to learn from a new age player. Interesting. What's the key learning here? Sometimes you got to pay to play. Tapcorp's investment in Dabble is partly about the potential financial upside on its investment, but it's also partly about the opportunity to learn from a fast-growing upstart and competitor. You see, Jazzy Boy, Tapcorp's main competitors in Sportsbet and Ladbrokes have sped way past them from a digital perspective. Sportsbet's got over 2 million customers, while Tabcorp is lagging behind with just over 780,000 digital customers. So this investment in Dabble, plus a sneaky little board <laughs> yeah. seat, means that Tabcorp will get the ins and outs of navigating this new, strange digital world. 
For our third and final story, Dubacorp, an Australian tech company, has restated its revenue figure from its preliminary results Ooh. and investors have sold their shares in a panic. This is major stuff up, Brett. So what has happened here? Dubba is a voice recording software company that was founded in Australia back in 2011. You know, when you hear companies saying, this call may be recorded for training and quality purposes, Dubba could be the one recording that call. It connects with platforms like Zoom and Microsoft Teams and Telstra, Optus. But Brett, as a public company, Dubba was meant to lodge its annual results in August this year, but it didn't. Red flag number one. It released unaudited results, which are results that are not properly reviewed by an independent third party. And then, Jazzy Boy, Dubba's shares were suspended at the beginning of October. Red flag number two. Now, annual results have been released, but they warned investors that their revenue from the unaudited results was actually overstated by $10 million. In fact, the revenue that they stated is now considered a doubtful debt. And investors were not happy Jan. Mm -hmm. In fact, they were quite panicked, so the share price dropped more than 30% at one point. So what is the key learning here? Bad and doubtful debts are the black shapes of the profit and loss statement. While it's important to demonstrate to investors that you can generate revenue, it's equally important to show that you can actually collect that revenue. Justin, we've discussed bad debts before, Mm -hmm. but when do bad debts arise? A business may have sent an invoice, then a follow-up and a follow-up, radio silence from their customer. It may have been 12 months since the invoice, and now this business reluctantly agrees that the debt not recoverable. But a doubtful debt is a little bit better. It's kind of like a warning. Hey, we know this debt is looking like it may turn into a bad debt, but uh, we're still hopeful. So although Dubbers flagged this revenue as being a doubtful debt, in the eyes of investors, it's as good as gone. The big theme in the Flux app this month, it's building your business brain. We do deep dives into net profit margin, company reports, cash flow statements, all the stuff that you and your team need to know when you're running a business. If you're keen to level up on all this and more, head to flux.finance slash work. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.